Online Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Because you know I'm all about that bass. What's up out there, After Buzzers? I'm your host, Erica Davis, and you're watching episode three of Bad Judge. Now, normally I'm rocking with my girls, Stacey Ike and Steph Z, but I'm going to hold it down for the crew tonight, solo dolo, but we have Marissa in the booth. Marissa! What's up, everybody? What's up? So, okay, so Marissa sat in with me and held it down for Stacey and for Steph Z in their absence. For episode three of Bad Judge, One Brave Waitress. Now, Marissa, have you ever been a waitress in your life? No, but I've, I have worked in a restaurant, and I know what it's like um, to you know, be in that environment. So I appreciate anyone who does it, who still do it, who has done it. And, you know, it's it's not the easiest profession but you know, it takes a lot of work. It's a tough job. Now, we're going to get into the the sexy waitress. But this whole episode was about a, essentially a case where uh, a waitress from BJ Knockers, which I'm assuming is a knock-on, knock-on Hooters. Um, <laughs> a knock-on Hooters. Because, of course, they have to make fun of that. Of course. And like, and who hasn't made fun of Hooters? Have you been to Hooters before? I have. Do you love their wings? <laughs> I like their fries. Their they fries are good. Fries. Have you ever tried their fried pickles? No. They're really good. No. I don't know if they still have them, but they, they used to be good back in the day. So, yeah, so this brave waitress is um, in, on trial, or I'm sorry, not the brave waitress, actually. The the owner of BJ Knockers is um, on trial for sexually harassing his waitstaff. That would never happen at a place called BJ Knockers, Marissa. What the heck? Of course, <laughs> but I feel if they're going to make fun of Hooters, which a lot of people... It's unfortunate. Hooters is actually a really good restaurant chain. And the fact that people would automatically make a harassment statement True. of that type of environment. And we know that the waitress tend to be more busty there. Yeah. And there's more physical appeal. They, in, they, they got the big staff. booties, too. They got big breasts and big booties. But to make that storyline a an already go-to type of story, to make that, to you know, just... Yeah. Imitate that type of line. Well, the show is called Bad Judge. So they're that all about true. doing all bad things all the time. Um, okay, so the show opened up with Rebecca and the, the sexy fireman um, kind of, I guess, getting getting freaky in her living room, right? Getting physical. Get, getting Definitely. physical. Okay, physical, that's a better word than freaky. You're right. <laughs> My mind is always in the gutter. It, well, it's... <laughs> Sounded off a little bit more freaky than it really was. <laughs> I know. Like we were watching. Like, this. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> so they they were getting a little physical. He was teaching her some um is it jujitsu or some some self defense techniques? We'll say um, it was working. It, it was working, and she put sexy fireman in a headlock as he was asking her out to the fireman's ball. Um, she. I thought there was going to be at least two different situations. I think I mentioned it too. I was like, either he's going to pass out because she's gripping, having that hold way too tight, or they're going to start making out. And it turns out to be the previous. <laughs> and, and you're right. And, and Marissa, I know this is your first time watching um, 
Is it your first time watching Bad Judge? Yeah. Okay, it's your first time watching Bad Judge. But we've talked about in the past how Bad Judge seems to be a little bit cheesy and a little bit predictable. So when we were watching the show and you were like, oh, and I was like, what's wrong, Marissa? And she's like, I think they're going to start making out or I think he's going to pass out. And I was like, A or B, you got one of, you know, you, you were right. Yeah. So whatever, still you know, still the cheese factor, but you know, I think still fun to watch. It was though. it was fun to watch tonight, actually. Um, I thought the the funniest thing at the be- beginning of the episode was when Judge Rebecca Wright did not know the stenographer's name. <laughs> nah, I felt bad <laughs> because the stenographer they're, they're always there, and you never really think about them. They're they're the unthankful. Uh, you know, they, yeah. they have a thankless job. They do have a thankless job. Um, I wasn't sure if she did not know if she was a stenographer by trade or if she didn't know her name. Like, it was kind of unclear. Like, did she not know her name or did typer she Typer lady. Like, yeah, she's like, you typer lady. It, it was, it was funny. It was, you know, it that was, was funny. Yeah. And I keep on like highlighting what was funny because the first two episodes really weren't as humorous to me. Um, I know you're just joining in on the show. I thought that was funny because the stenographers are, they're constantly always there. <laughs> and even in meetings and depositions and whatnot, they're always there to write down everything, but you never really think of them. They're you flies know. on the wall. You know, I have a girlfriend who was going to school, I think, to be a stenographer. And, um, I think it's a really like grueling process to to learn that trade. I mean, I don't know. I've, I don't. Have I mean, any, it's a it's a very good profession. They get paid well. They do get paid well. Maybe we're in the wrong profession. Yeah. Myself. Um. So the sexual harassment case that was the the centerpiece of everything. Um. Chad Forbes, the owner of DJ Knockers, I thought was so was so sexy, and I thought that he and Rebecca or Judge, I'm sorry, the Honorable Judge Rebecca Wright had a really good chemistry. Like, did you feel like they were kind of making eyes at each other, or was that more of Rebecca? Definitely. I think it was definitely flirting. But we we know Rebecca. She she'll say anything to people just to I don't know get not really build a relationship, but just get along. She she's the kind of person who will just say anything and doesn't really care what people would think about her and acquaintances and whatnot. I was um trying to check out their body language, and I was like, are they are they making eyes? Is she wanting to make a pass at Mister B J Knocker's owner? And I was waiting for it. I was waiting, waiting for it. Um, but he was cute. Um, I do like how Rebecca. Right. Judge Rebecca Wright talked about how her life is in shambles. She mentioned to Tedward, the bailiff, how um, embarrassed that she was that she didn't know Judy's name, the stenographer. Her name. Her name. Yeah. Her name. Yeah. The stenographer's name is Judy for you guys watching out there. She kept trying to, you know, get the name (laughs) out of him and sneaky ways. Yeah, she was like, uh, it starts with the J. She's like, idiot. Something Jewy. (laughs) Something Jewy. Shalom. (laughs) That was funny. That was, that that was, that was a high high moment. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're, we're making progress here, bad judge. Um, but she, she acknowledged how horrible of a person she was for not being able to know Judy's name. And she also talked about the death of the van. So Marissa, last week's episode, her van, her pride and joy, um, vehicle blew up on the side of the road Uh. at the end of the episode you guys remember and she had so many memories and that van had been with her like i don't know probably i don't know her whole life forever forever and we all out there have had like that one car or that two maybe two cars or so i think steph z said she has her vin number of her her favorite car tattooed on her body well cars have memories too and i feel like she she's a judge who probably makes good money who could easily afford another well vehicle but Mm -hmm. this is one that she kept for sentimental purposes and it was so i mean 
it's it was the worst van ever. I was very excited when the van blew up on the side of the road last episode. Good job, good job, NBC. But she um she talked about that tonight, and she talked about how she hadn't acknowledged the death of her van, and she talked about how she didn't know Judy's name. And I really appreciated that because last week we mentioned, you know, when, when are we going to finally start seeing um Kate Walsh own up to her her faults and to her her badness? And I thought that was that was a step. That was a step in that direction. No, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, it it forces her to move on in that way, to let go of things in the past, but to keep building forward and buy new things and bringing things in. <laughs> you know, it forces her to grow up in a little bit. It forces you to buy a new car, girl. Yeah. That's what it forces you to do. Progress forward <laughs> in life. Um, I thought it was cute, too, when the firefighter was looking for her at the at the courthouse. Everyone, Judge Hernandez, came into her, her um, quarters. Is that, that's what it's called, right? Quarters? Judge's quarters? Yeah. 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 Quarters, quarters, nickels, whatever. Um, Judge Hernandez <laughs> came into her quarters and was like, there's a fireman looking for you. And the Tedward came in. And, of course, um, he's roaming the hallways waiting to ask her if he actually asked her out to the fireman's ball. And it was really cute. I know you kind of like <laughs> <laughs> Marissa's like, oh, yeah, it was really cute, though. He he finally found her and they got into the elevator. And Well, I will give it to him. He is assertive. He is assertive. So, I mean, look at him chasing her. Like the pursuit. That's what's fun. Chasing some judge tail. I like that. And it's really interesting, too, because we looked at him as being like such a a dummy. Like we looked at him as being like a dimwit and like not really smart and like not not assertive and just really like a blank space. Well, he's definitely assertive tonight's episode. He was. <laughs> yes, he was. Um, so I thought that was really cute how he, you know, actually got onto the elevator and was like, did I ask you to, you know, but it was really funny, though, because, you know. Well, I think that the first scene, the opening scene was he mentioned the ball, but then she purposely knocked him out and you know, had that chokehold on him. So she would avoid giving him an answer. But so he never really got a clear answer. So, yes, it's being assertive and getting that answer that he wants. Why do you think she didn't want to go with him? I mean, I guess we found out at the end. But why, why do you think? Because he's, I don't know, is he is he too sexy? Is he too stupid? Well, I think their their meeting was just one of those situations of convenience. Because we saw in last week's uh. episode where they crossed paths in the street. Because yeah. he was just there. I mean, it was, it was unplanned. And it seems like a random situation that she didn't really look for him. True. I mean, because really, I mean, honestly, like in real in real life, folks, like what what professional, what lawyer, what judge is going to be seen like roaming around the um, courthouse, you know, with the sexy fireman from the local fire department? Like, does that happen in real life? It might. <laughs> does that happen in real life? It might. Oh, well, you know what? I know it probably happens in real life, but maybe not as public and <laughs> um, as obvious. But and as funny as the show. As, as funny <laughs> as it was. Again. Have to keep on highlighting. It was a funny show tonight. Um, my favorite part of tonight's episode was when they went car shopping because we had our predictions last week whether or not she would get either a hoopty, a Porsche, or a Prius. Now, I had this obsession. <laughs> I know. Okay. I had this obsession with her, her van. I think I became obsessed with um, Judge Wright's van because I was like, this is the most ridiculous van. Like, this is really pushing it, forcing it. Like, we understand, like, you know, she's kind of like, Trash, uh, you know, is trash a strong word? Mm. Is that a strong word? Um, mm. Maybe not trash, but she she's definitely liberal, and she just doesn't care. And she, I mean, as a judge, ironically, she doesn't care about other people's judgments. Okay, 
but you, you don't you don't get like a, a trashy feel from her though. No, not at all. Okay, mm. <laughs> yeah. no, okay. I'm gonna say trash. Okay. Well, I thought her van was trash, and I thought that she was trash. <laughs> so we made this bet about what kind of car she would get next. And so I think Stace, um, Stacey Ike said um, a Porsche, and Steph Z said okay. a Prius, and I said a Hoopty because I'm like, how how are they going to deviate so far from what has been such a defining part of her character? And the van was such a defining part of her character because it was a mess just like her and just like her life. So I was very happy when they went car shopping and the car, first of all, the whole car lot, Marissa, the whole car lot was a car lot full of hoopties, like buckets. Okay. Are you familiar with the term hoopty? Is that like yeah, a, yeah, so, hoopty. okay, mm. uh, a bucket, uh, a, <laughs> a car that needs to be in the junkyard. So like the whole, the whole car lot was freaking a bunch of like junkyard cars. So it's not like she, but that already appeals to her. Considering the vehicle she just owned. So, yeah. Yes. I mean, that would make sense. She would go with it. Yes. That's why I was like, yeah. So, Stace and Steph and you guys out there, I won the bet. You know what? We didn't. Congratulations. We didn't, we didn't shake on that bet. <laughs> you know what? Round of applause. There you go. There you go. And my water almost fell. I mean, I, w- I think it'd be funny if she did choose a Prius or, or a Porsche because it's so against her character. It's not like her. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if she if she had like a Porsche or a Prius somewhere like in a second houses I mean, garage not bad or something. Cars. I own a Prius. Okay. I mean, I, I, you know, I drive a Prius, so they're, they're really good cars. Well, she got a hoopty. <laughs> she she opted for the hoopty over the Prius. Uh, so yeah, I was happy about that. And then of course at the the car lot, she leaves the fireman. He's still trying to ask her out to the fireman's ball, and she literally literally drives away. While he's asking her out, she's really she's really avoiding him. Like she really does not want to go to this ball with him. Yeah, and she. Th- I think there was that quick line where was it Tedward who was like, "Do you really want to go out with the judge mm-hmm. or, uh, w- with the fireman?" With the fireman. She's like, "Yeah." So you, even then, you can tell she was uncertain about it. Yeah, but she wasn't really already committed or she, wanted to be in any type of relationship with him. It's like a one a one night stand type thing. I yeah. mean, of course, Fling. she's, she's a bad judge. Playing. Bad judges have one night stands. Nine committal. Yeah, I like it. Um, to me, the most, the funniest, most overall humorous um, point to me of the show tonight was um, when Chad Forbes, the owner of VJ Knockers, was on the stand and they presented the diary as testimony. And I don't know, he, there, he was, there was just something so charming and so he was, his, his humor is so subtle, but it was so perfect. It was so like his timing was just on point. Um, I, I actually, I laughed out loud. LOL. <laughs> LOL tonight, Marissa. Are you surprised? No. Did you no. LOL? I mean, there, there were a lot of funny moments in the show. Um, but yeah, I thought Chad Forbes' tes- testimony was really funny. Um, I also thought that tonight's interaction between the judge and Tedward was, um, I guess more, even more authentic. You know, we talked about how Tedward the bailiff and, um, Judge Wright had this brother-sister relationship. Um, but we hadn't really seen much of it. You know, we saw him give her advice here or there. But tonight, like, he was actually giving more advice and seemed to be more involved in the episode. And I think we kind of saw their relationship grow. 
tonight more than we had in the first two episodes. Yeah, yeah. well, if you think about it, the first two episodes, you're, you're still establishing characters mm-hmm. and still getting used to people's names and like what kind of personalities they are. And now it's like three, four episodes in. I mean, we're only on the third one. Like now we can understand like where everyone stands, who they are. So I can understand why it seems like more character growth because we just know who this person is now. Yeah, like I, I, I like that. I like their relationship. And I just want to backtrack everyone out there. Um, episode one I was, again, mind in the gutter. I was like, oh, it would be awesome to see the judge and the bailiff have uh, a, a, a fling or something. Like, now after seeing this episode, I was no. <laughs> I was way off. No. That's disgusting. It's like, well, I wouldn't say <laughs> disgusting. Just like they're coworkers. They see each other every day. I think it would already get complicated. And we know that she's the kind of person who – it doesn't seem like she would in date within the – the company yeah realm, like, or where her professional work life well although she was she's sleeping with um what's his, what's his name gary hansen she was sleeping well yeah they were sleeping yeah. together so i mean but that's that's a little different from the bailiff just a slightly different. slightly different so forgive me out there for um having such an incestuous mind that's again <laughs> disgusting um and also i love tonight her wardrobe um she she's had some hits and some misses in the past couple of weeks, but tonight I thought she was very classy. And I think to me, for me, that's a really big deal. Not because I'm some fashion guru, but because I'm like, look, okay, wear your Daisy Dukes, whatever we get, you know, <laughs> at the beginning, <laughs> you know, we, we get that you like Forever Twenty One H and M clothes, and you're a forty five year old judge. We but you know what? That doesn't matter because she's under that big. Well, shawl, not shawl, her, that, her that robe. Big robe. Yeah. Anyways, no one cares. I mean, she could be in a bikini for all week. No, about. Well, you know what? What was the matter with that, Marissa? Was when she would come to work, getting out of her van. And she would have on like these bustiers and these like corsets and tight skirts and like very provocative clothing. And then she would put on her robe. It just, it just seemed like it seemed really forced in the first two weeks. But today she was still sexy. She was still sexy. And I mean, Kate Walsh is sexy. She is sexy. Yeah. She's, she's looking real good, but she was still sexy and still, you know, very presentable. It was still believable that she could be a judge, but still be like a hot judge. So I, I think kudos a, a plus. A plus to her wardrobe tonight. Um, a plus to the character development with the bailiff. Um, a plus to the car shopping. She she chose a Ford. She chose uh, an old Ford. Fords are good. Fords are good. They're they're good. Trust my my dad had a Ford growing up, and it was I like an F- I used to drive an F one fifty truck. So F1? Fords are awesome. You like them? Yeah, I like them too. They're big. They're dirty. They're they're like a and they can't mess with you. <laughs> they try, that's right. They cannot mess with you. I know. Um, but and the the tag we didn't talk about the tag on the car. The tag on the back of the car that she chose said Coke King, as in like not Coca Cola. So <laughs> the other Coke, <laughs> the Coke that you don't drink. Well, you know she she does do drugs and stuff. I mean, she had those special brownies last right. episode. So who knows what other kind of drug ex experimental things that she's done yeah so, i mean it's not far from her character we're not advocating drug use but you know if a grown 45 year old judge wants to dabble in some recreational stuff hey have at it Whatever. um so yeah so i i thought those things were, were perfect tonight um i think i think overall i think the show is becoming more familiar it's it, i i'm i'm actually able to to watch it and to laugh and to like feel like i'm getting to know more about each character and I'm not sitting there thinking, oh my God, this is so super cheesy. No, and I think it's like, okay, the first 
again, we've already established people and who they are and their personalities. Now it's just like, what kind of crazy situations are they going to do now? And how is she going to handle it or how is she going to go about it? And um, I think, too, talking about how she's going to handle her situations, I thought that she handled the sexual harassment suit very well. We all thought that she was you know, going to side um, with the prosecuting attorney, but she, what she did instead was she dismissed the case because the diary evidence from the waitress's roommate was um, deemed impermissible evidence. So, like now, now we're getting all lawyer speaking here. <laughs> well, they got to have some legit. <laughs> we're we're getting, stuff all, in it. getting all all lawyery in here. Um, I did double in political science, though. There you go. There you go. I'm using my political See, science major. <laughs> I'm using that good political science major degree right now. Um, but yeah, so I, I like that they actually saw, like, saw through the entire case and we saw her be a judge because in the past week she's just kind of been like, oh, whatever, do this, do that. It's just been so unbelievable or not believable. Well, yeah, when I first watched the show and I've, I thought of because she is so out there and very, unpredictable kind of character mm-hmm. i i personally thought it's like how did she even become a judge in the first place but because she is judge she passed her bar test and all that she has to have some level of intellect to mm-hmm. be able to go through all that so she does know stuff despite the fact of all the crazy things she does on the side which really conflicts with how 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 did she even get there in the first place and speaking of how she got there in the first place marissa tonight she talked about how she used to be a cocktail waitress so when she was um basically berating and um i guess reprimanding chad forbes the owner of bj knockers she was like i used to be a cocktail waitress i know how you know shady you owners and you customers can be yeah she was empathetic she was very empathetic like we saw several different sides of her we saw her empathy we saw her seriousness we saw her you know put like her her foot down like we we can relate she's been there yeah she was a cocktail waitress so cocktail waitresses out there all of all over the world Props there, to you. There's a t- props to you, and you too can one day be a bad judge. Um, <laughs> um, at the end, um, when Chad came out of the courtroom and he called, he was like, "Rebecca, Rebecca, come here." And I really thought, Marissa, I really, really thought that they were gonna show us that they had maybe like slept together or that they had some kind of like illicit friendship or relationship, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Like she, he was just being. He was just being fresh because he was so familiar because, A, his court case had gotten dismissed and he was happy. Mm-hmm. And, B, he was just Rico Suave thinking he could call the judge Rebecca. And then she put him in the um the, the chokehold thing with her legs that the fireman taught her. So everything, her. It, everything came full circle. Yeah. It came full circle. I would have never thought at the beginning of the episode that the sexy fireman was teaching Rebecca um, something that she could use against a criminal. And that just gives another situation, another reason why to talk to the sexy fireman and be like, hey, you actually did do something. And True. Like another flirtatious moment that they could talk about, like, and bond over, maybe build a relationship. You know, maybe they can do that, but considering she finally told him she did not want to go to the fireman's ball. Now, that was... I. Can you imagine her at a ball, though? No, I can't. But exactly, I, I love, I love the fact that he was like, I really didn't want to go with you anyway. The fireman actually did not want to go with her anyway because he felt like she was too above his caliber of woman to take, and he he was intimidated by her, and she didn't want to go, and he didn't want to take her. They just felt he felt obligated to take her because they had slept together, and she felt obligated to kind of concede because I don't know because. 
she doesn't know how to she know how to say no to him. But they finally put all that on the table, and I thought that was good. And he's not going to be as dumb as he was in the following weeks because now he's reading To Kill a Mockingbird. He's reading another book. That's a great book. It's good. So good. I haven't read it since like fifth grade though. I don't think I haven't read it since high school. But great book. Yeah. Well, maybe I, maybe I did read it in high school. Oops, my Harper Lee. <laughs> oops, oops to my high school English teachers who I just. Oops, it's been a long time. But um, I love how ha- reading that book automatically makes you smarter. You know, it's like I mean, it's a great book on. There's a lot of lawyer, oh, a lot yes, of cases it, going on. Yes, that's that's an American historical book. And considering that the sexy fireman had only read one book previous, you know, previously. I mean, he can't do anything but get smarter. I mean, you can't get any dumber if you've only read one book. And if anyone out there has only read one book. You know, you that's, need to, you, you need to turn this off and go read another book go right now. Go read To Kill a Mockingbird <laughs> right now. Yeah, seriously. Um, so yeah, everything came full circle. My overall take on the show, much better than the first two episodes. Um, I, I, I think, I think we, we've got something here. We, we might have, we might, we might have struck gold, guys. Might have struck gold. Right. The, well, the cool thing about the show is that you wouldn't, when you think judge, you think so gravitas and so serious mm-hmm. for the most part. And then to have a show that kind of goes against that stereotype, it's fun. And that's where they can play and be creative and bring, think of all these crazy situations that the normal audience or normal person wouldn't think of. So. Yeah, I can see the fun and creative aspect of it. And they did an awesome job this week of making it funny, making it creative, but still making it realistic enough that I wasn't like, oh, my God, where's the remote? Um, Any predictions? Predictions for next week? And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Predictions, Marissa. What do you you foresee happening Mm, next week? I still think this fireman's might still be in the picture. Oh. Even though she did tell him no, he I think he's still very interested. Okay. So it's not the end of his character. I think he's going to be around for a while. Okay. I predict – I got to think of something really good because yours was so sound. <laughs> I got to think of something good. Um, I predict that she is going to dis- fall upon, stumble upon another love interest – and I think that Robbie, the cute little boy from episode one, is going to come back into the picture. And so she's going to have to try to resolve her new love life and balance that with her work life and balance that with Robbie. I just threw a whole lot of stuff yeah. against the wall. I mean, you're like, what are you talking about? She I'm can so hardly sad. balance her own life. <laughs> I, I can hardly balance what I just said. <laughs> okay. Can't balance that. Um, but yeah, great episode tonight. I hope that you guys loved it as much as we did. We will be back next week for episode four of Bad Judge. Thanks guys for joining us. I am your host, Erica Davis, and we got Marissa in the booth yep. joining us. follow you. Thank you. You have to start watching the show with us now. Yeah, I mean, this is a fun show. It's awesome. Where can everyone follow you? Oh, everyone, <laughs> you're like, we're, we're, <laughs> yes. You can follow me at Erica Renee D on Twitter, Erica, R-E-N-E-E-D on Twitter, and Erica Renee D on Instagram. Awesome. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here at AfterBuzz on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those fun social media platforms at AfterBuzz TV. All right, guys, until next week, we will see you for another episode of Bad Judge. Good night. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.